Hello, welcome to the Death Battle cast. We mm -hmm. are the cast and crew of Death Battle. Sure. Uh, and we have a special guest today for yeah. the first time on the show, uh, writer and researcher Liam Swan. That's me. Hello, Liam. Uh, so I'm Ben. I'm the voice of Wiz in Death Battle. I'm Chad of the Boomstick. I'm Sam. <laughs> there. I'm Liam. Yeah, there everyone's you go. everyone's favorite person on the internet right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody loves Liam so much. Um, Kill him! <laughs> Hi, I'm Satan. <laughs> uh, and, and no sponsor for this week's episode, so we, we're gonna just do a quick shout out to RTX, our upcoming event, uh, which only comes it up happens. in like a month and a half or so. Yeah, July fifth through seventh in Austin, yeah. Texas. It, yeah. It's coming up pretty quick. So if you haven't got tickets to that yet, if you haven't booked a hotel, please do. Uh, we'd love to see you guys come out to RTX in Austin on July 5th through 7th. It's going to be really fun. We're going to have a death battle panel as well as a panel for the secret project that was kind of teased a little mm. bit at the beginning of Ben 10 Green Lantern. Not going to say anything about that, but it's really cool. I can't wait to share it with you guys. Yep. And we got an autograph signing and there's gonna, we'll be around hanging out and having some fun. So Yes, it's going to be awesome. We've been doing RTX for a few years now um, and, and it's always a really fun time. So hope to see you guys out there. Yeah. RTXevent.com. So, yes, <laughs> RTXevent.com. All right, so reason why everybody's here watching this is, of course, uh, the latest episode of Death Battle that just released um, last week, Ben 10 versus Green Lantern. Uh, our first foray into uh, the Ben 10 character and that kind of Cartoon Network era. How'd that go? Um, <laughs> well, and interesting reactions, to I say the least. I was uh, looking on Wednesday, I was looking at the YouTube, I was looking at it. And I was I was going like, oh wow, it's the views are going up great. This is awesome. And then I looked at the like dislike bar and I was like, oh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So it's definitely a controversial episode. Probably one of our most controversial definitely one of our most controversial episodes in a while. Yeah, I don't yeah, think sure. we've had an episode go below like the eighty percent like ratio for several years now, yeah. Um, which I think is a win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we've shied away from the too much, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I mean, for a show like Death Battle, like I got to take that as a win because this the show naturally is going to piss some people off at some points. Yeah. Um, it's designed, but uh, yeah, and, and you know, as, as obviously. There were some uh, uh, reactions to that episode that we have to address here, and we did save the Q and A uh, for this week. This actually worked out great, yeah. Because uh, we we tend to do Q and A like the same week that the episode airs, and for a while now, I've wanted to kind of change that um, to to the week afterwards that we're doing right now, so that we would have time to get questions from YouTube. Because now we shoot this show while the death battle in question is only first exclusive, and right. I want the YouTube audience to have a voice. So I figured, ah, oh, we should probably move the Q&A to the next week. And we decided to start it with this one, totally time. unaware <laughs> yeah. of the fact that there would be so many questions. Yeah. Like, this was decided It's a good a one to start ago. with. Yeah. So it kind of works out. Um, and then Liam as well, uh, you were going to come down last week, yeah. but ended up uh, not being able to do that and came yeah. down this week instead. And... It just it, totally it worked out. Totally worked out. It, I was, was, it wasn't like planned this no. way. This kind of like landed on our feet pretty well. I was, so actually, Liam, so, kind of tell us about you. I'm Liam. Um, like, what do you do? So you uh, what do I do? I uh, I sit in front of my computer and and type and look at comic books. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I am. I'm a writer for Death Battle. Uh, I'm a researcher. I joined back in like 2016, um, I think, and have been researching and writing ever since. Um, before that, I was like, you know, did the versus community like nerd stuff. Um, <laughs> spent a lot of time there, um, and um, that's the death battle side of it. In in other stuff, I I'm from New York. I'm New York City, uh, and I'm uh, I'm an actor and a, a bartender in the city. What a surprise! An actor, yeah, and a bartender. And a bartender. Wow, you never yeah. see that. I graduated <laughs> from NYU. Oh, <laughs> so did everyone else. These tropes out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I mean, as an actor, like, what are you? Uh, what is what is your goal as an actor? Like, what are you oh, looking for? Goal? There? Oh, geez. Um, yeah, we get this question a lot. Um, are well, you, are I, you going for the like the the the, the theater, movie scene, or movie theater? scene, theater? Well, you know, at this point, because I'm so I just graduated, so I'm I'm it's I'm still figuring everything out. Theater is the stuff it's easier to get into, and there's more of like a when you're doing theater, there's more of like a connection with the audience. So it's a, it's a kind of visceral and physical in a way that film isn't because you just have a camera and you're like, hello. Like um, right now. Like right now. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> um, how's hello. my frame? Um, <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I so I'm I'm that's a question I'm asking myself too, and just trying to figure it out and see what happens. The answer is anything. Yeah, anything right now. Please anything. give me work. <laughs> yeah. Basic goal, I make funny not for stars. Money, yeah, like, yeah it's yes, pretty exactly. much. Yeah. But yeah, no, you've been uh, part of the research team for a really long time, and then recently, you know, you you were killing it, and then you know we wanted to give you the opportunity to start writing some episodes, and yeah. you've been doing an awesome job. So. Yeah, Thank outside you. of Benton Green Lantern, you want to talk a little bit about other episodes you've written? Yes, um, I wrote Ultron versus Sigma. That was the um, first one. I think. Yeah, that was the first one I wrote, yeah. and I wrote um, Mega Man Battle Royale. Because you're crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that episode. Um, <laughs> I think this was a, this was like. Because when you guys offered like a writing uh, like opportunity to write, this was right after I did research for Doctor Strange versus Doctor Fate. Mm-hmm. Yep. I did Doctor Fate, and I wrote like fifty pages of notes. I went through <laughs> every just in case anyone's wondering what the research process is. There was a website called Comic Book DB for comic characters, um, where you can look up the character, look up all of their appearances in chronological order. And when I do a comic character, I just do that and I just read all of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's a lot. Yeah, it's really a lot. arduous. Like that's the same thing. Like doing doing pretty much any character. Like I remember doing that for Zorro and One Piece and yeah. stuff. It's like Those you just one piece, start at one the. Piece is fun. You look at their chronological thing and like. You just kind of start there, and you just go forward just go. and forward, and then sometimes you have to go back again because you're like, okay, but there's context I need from that clearly happened. Exactly. But it's here, like, yeah, it's, yeah. It can be very <laughs> arduous, but yeah. Respect threads are a great resource, but yep. they don't have everything, and they usually no. lack context. Yes. Yep. And, and, um, and we, we've talked a little bit about our research process before. It is very much a, a sort of like going to multiple sources, uh, you know, respect, uh, respect threads, blogs, things like that yeah. do help. Um, but at the end of the day, it's all to funnel us to the source material right. to find the full context of what is actually happening in these uh, supposed feats, yeah, claimed we, feats. Yeah, we never take anything at, like, fact, like, if we come across, like, and this person did blank. Even if, even if, like, yeah, even if we see a, like, screenshot, right? Like, yeah, that, exactly. that's what we see all the time. It's like, see, I mean, this person could do this because here he is doing it right now. And then you're like, okay, but then we go and we look it up and it's like, well, the page before some god was like, yeah. <laughs> here's this temporary power that you have for yeah. one blast or whatever. And it's like, okay, well, there it was. This outside thing came in. So, the the yeah. only time we ever do that is when it comes to the community death battle here on Death Battle Cast. Yeah. yeah. Which, uh, at the bottom, you can there, lie you can... to us all you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I mean. at the bottom there, uh, we're going to be doing Danny Phantom versus Jake Long at the end of this show, yeah. um, which I mistakenly said last episode that every, I guess I claimed that all of them were from Cartoon Network. I don't even remember saying that, um, but uh, I definitely said Heresy. that, and people called me out on that because. Yeah. Yeah, Ben Ten's Cartoon Network, Danny Phantom is Nickelodeon, and we don't Jake even Long know anything about is them. from uh, Disney Channel. <laughs> so obviously, I didn't do my research on those two characters that have nothing to do with the death battle that, yeah. <laughs> that we just released. Uh, but no, uh, I I was just generalizing, I think. But either way, yeah. Sorry, thanks for calling me out on that. <laughs> um, so we'll be talking about that later on in the show. But right now, let's 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 get into this. So Q and A for Ben Ten versus Green Lantern. First of all, I love that Liam. Well. Couple things. First of all, you were gonna come and have this nice He's welcoming ready. episode of like, "Hey, you've been writing, like, have fun." But now it's like, "Here, here, defend yourself." Yeah, exactly. It's like a, it's like a dissertation defense, like, pretty uh, yeah. much. Yeah. And I yeah. love that no, you really, came yeah. with a pamphlet. Yeah, I was. Like, ben gave me the pamphlet, but I did. I did write. I, this I all did up. send you the questions that we were gonna do. I finished it up at two a.m. last night. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, your last couple of comics let's, let's, scans. Let's get in. Okay. I'm curious about this one. <laughs> Having like almost nothing to do with this episode, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just like now I get to sit back with popcorn and be like, Ooh. yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I, I do want to say like, um, like it, it, people might jump on Liam saying like, ah, oh, Liam, uh, you know, did did the character an injustice or something like that? And, and it's not just him working on this episode. Like as a showrunner, it is my job to kind of be able to understand what the audience is going to expect and what people want to see out of an episode. And regardless of uh, who wins and loses a death battle, I still always want to do a character justice. Mm -hmm. So if you do think that Ben was not done justice in the episode, like there's only so much that research is going to be able to fix that. Um, And, you know, that's a problem that we can definitely take into account for future episodes for sure. It's Um, It's a careful balance between representing a fight um, how it would go yes. and how what what is a more entertaining way of showing that? Yes, because yep. yeah, it, it's death metal is a very complicated project. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Maybe we could bring Ben Ten back later and try to represent him in a different way. Um, but either way, uh, we we do have reasons for why we did what we did. Yeah. Um, and it is entirely possible that some people's uh, issues with it is the ending itself of the fight and and just the killing blow, which 
Yeah, spoilers, by the way. We are going to be talking about the entire episode, including the ending, uh, and how Green Lantern is the victor here. Um, so, okay. Uh, and, and yes, we have seen all of your questions, all of your, your, your things that you have been sending us. We do see all that stuff. stuff. So let's go ahead and get into the questions. So the first one that I've got is, uh, why didn't you use more of Ben's aliens in the fight? You even mentioned comparing uh, Hal to certain aliens in the recap that never showed up in the fight. And I can kind of take this one a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sure. Um, this is generally time. <laughs> like The yeah. animation, we, we've talked about it before, but the animation, the animated battle is always this kind of like weird balance between representing our research and also making something very entertaining uh, and, and fun to watch. Uh, and, and this goes to the um, uh, representing part of, of uh, the, representing the characters the way we, we think people want to see them. Uh, I was under the opinion that people would want to see a lot of the classic aliens, mm. uh, a lot of the aliens that people remember from their childhood and maybe not necessarily uh, some of the more obscure aliens later. Definitely some of that needed to be incorporated, yeah. but like we needed, I, I believed we needed to have forearms, even though forearms wasn't like integral to the argument. We needed yeah. to have. Uh, well, I mean, to be fair, 99.9% .9 of the other aliens are completely trivialized by Alien X, anyways, right? Like to a certain yeah, extent, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there there are some arguments for other aliens, which we'll get to. But uh, going into this fight, uh, I wanted to have aliens that people would recognize and wanted to see in the fight. Uh, just Benton fans, at least that's what I thought uh, people would want to see. And uh, also, it was a very complicated episode to make in terms of animation and budget and and a lot of custom artwork. Yeah. Uh, so there was no way we were gonna have you know, like 20 aliens up yeah. here. It, right. it just was impossible for our script. I'm actually surprised and extremely impressed by our animation team that we were able to get as many into the fight as we did. Yeah. Uh, like, holy shit, that way big fight? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's very brief, but like the whole way big fight with the, the giant boxing gloves and way big in the city, like that's all hand animated. It's I love that hand part. Like it's so... Luis and his team did such a good job putting that together. It's and one of those things where as a, to them. as a writer, you're like, this is how I'm imagining it, but I wonder what it'll actually look like. And mm. it was like, oh, Luis yeah, went into my brain yeah. and <laughs> took the image and put it there. It was like, that's a cool yeah, ability that he has. Superpower. He's, he's really <laughs> so Our that was kind of the reason behind the aliens that we picked. Um, maybe it would have been better if we had shown the specific things that we talked about in the recap. But at the same time, there's this kind of balance that that I want to do with Death Battle where we don't necessarily need to show everything that we talk about in the recap in the fight because we can explain it in the recap regardless. Yeah, right. Uh, so we didn't need to see, you know, like Ben 10's like tougher aliens surviving a blast from Green Lantern because we can just explain that and then focus on having more fun fight. Yeah. But mm -hmm. at the same time, I can understand the argument of including that in the fight to present an example. Present it, yeah. Yep. Um, but there's that's just, the so, general there's just so much to cover. Yeah. 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 Uh, and especially with a character like Ben 10, who yeah. has literally a million aliens. There's, there's and no like, way and you're like, going to make everybody As a writer, like, I personally would have loved to have a fight with every single one of Ben's aliens <laughs> and then have a, a recap covering, like, a comparison between Hal and every single one of his aliens. <laughs> but it's... Um, <laughs> you want an yeah. hour-long episode? It's, yeah, yeah, it's more of like a... <laughs> well, I try to make it generalize it, especially because, you know, the one that really matters here is Alien X. Um, for reasons that we'll get into. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's let's go ahead and talk about uh, second question. You focus a lot on Alien X in this episode, but well, what about go. other aliens? Uh, why couldn't, for example, Upgrade take control of or destroy Hal's ring? And it looks like you might actually have some comic book panels you want to show. <laughs> I do. I do. I uh, brought these up specifically. Okay. Um, so Upgrade is a good example. Um, so what, the Upgrade alien. Upgrade what is, is a galvanic mechamorph. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, and he can essentially um, possess technology and upgrade it. And kind of like he can upgrade a cannon into a super laser cannon. And it's a better cannon. You know, stuff like that. And he could hack stuff. Um, so the, the argument is couldn't upgrade hack into... Um, Hal's ring. Well, Hal actually has a force field that covers him at all times, um, and in the event of danger, the ring will actually act automatically and shield him, um, or just pull him out of harm's way. Um, and Dr. Manhattan actually once tried to understand uh, a Green Lantern power ring and struggled to. This is going to be image 2A, Gerardo. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gerardo. Um, so he does destroy the ring, but he doesn't he doesn't fully understand how it works. He struggles to to give you context. Um, he literally says, I find it difficult I to affect. And this is like 
God man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Manhattan in DC is a lot more powerful than Dr. Manhattan in Watchmen. Dr. Manhattan in DC is the way DC comics works is that, you know, if you are on a higher dimensional level than someone, you're like infinitely more powerful. Like if me compared to a drawing, that's a three dimensional human versus a two dimensional. <laughs> that's the, that's the, that's the concept. And uh, Dr. Manhattan is on a higher dimensional level than Mr. Mixius Pitalik, who is a five-dimensional imp who can grasp multiverses like they're footballs. Um, <laughs> Did you say that name right? Mr. Mixius Pitalik, yeah. Holy that's shit. That's how you say it? That's how you say it. Uh, <laughs> I, have, I have my nerd card. All I have to do is, uh, all I have to do is read Lord just, of the Rings, I, and I'm like a 100% elder nerd. I just remember the episode. <laughs> it was like a Batman animated series or something, and like I remember it was voiced by Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey, yeah. and it's mix, it mix old spit lick is what yeah. you would do. I remember, but that's apparently wrong. Yeah, it's Mixus Pitalik. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Probably. Right. I don't know how many people actually right. say it. You just have to kind of infer that, but I think yeah. that's generally the idea. Anyway, <laughs> so he's on a whole nother level. Yeah. And he can't understand the ring. Another another alien brought up or two aliens brought up her feedback and chromostone because Hal produces energy from his ring, so couldn't feedback or chromostone absorb that. Um yes, they could, but Hal can actually absorb energy that's been taken out of his ring back into his ring. Of course he can. Yeah, why not? <laughs> me image 2C. <laughs> um, plus, like, okay, yeah, feedback could absorb some of his energy, but then Hal could... Hal has... The ring allows him more than just shooting green lasers. Literally, and I'm, I'm taking this as an almost direct quote, there's from a comic called Green Lantern, The Last Will and Testament of Hal Jordan. Hal explains that the ring can actually do anything. And everything. <laughs> it turns imagination into a reality. Yes. The point of it is that it's it's not just like a thing that shoots like green constructs. It is a device that if you ask it to do something, it'll just do it. <laughs> and the details aren't super important. And this is something that's consistent from, you know, the beginning of Green Lantern's run in the 60s, pre-crisis stuff, all the way till now. Like Grant Morrison went in an interview about his new miniseries and he said, yeah, I really wanted to explore the concept of a ring as something that can is a magic wishing ring. So I think that's a really big thing because it's anything Ben can do, Hal can also do. A, he's done like almost everything in his comics. Like if you look at like a, a really in-depth respect for the Green, of Green Lantern, he does like everything. He shrinks down to the size of an atom. He duplicates himself. He like removes his soul and puts <laughs> back into his body. Yeah. Just anything. So we, we were talking earlier, uh, just before we started streaming, about how uh, like the concept of the Green Lantern Corps is really cool, but like I couldn't really get into it because it just got too big, yeah. and cosmic and weird for me. And that's very much <laughs> why, like yeah. the idea that this ring can do literally fucking anything, anything. is just like, God, come on, yeah. Can we can we, <laughs> can get can we tone it down a little bit? I think that's yeah. why writers focused more on the green constructs is because it's yeah. a, it's a nice way to limit their abilities, the, and it gives them like a nice gives the artists, I guess, like a, f a physical thing to represent rather yeah. than like. Was, was there one other alien you wanted to? Oh about? yeah, Clockwork. That's another big one. Um, why couldn't Clockwork follow him through time or do stuff? Well, Clockwork has really great time hacks stuff, and Hal can do all of it as well, like slow down time, go forward in time, go backward in time, stop time, do all of that. Um, and Clockwork himself isn't very physically impressive. Um, so he's not as fast or tough enough to survive. If he turned into Clockwork, Hal would just go, you know, faster than he could react. And that's kind of a consistent thing with Hal is that the problem with most of Ben's aliens is that they lack the physical stats to, compact, to compete with the Green Lantern. So they might have great hacks, but Hal can match all their hacks. And he's can move at 1.5 quintillion times the speed of light. I just want to point out that you haven't looked at your notes at all. You've just been Other talking about to reference the, the this image is, name. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this like, is really ingrained. This. I did my research, and I should add that 1.5 quintillion times is on the lower end of speeds you'll see for DC characters like this. Um, as absurd as that sounds, this shit happens all the time. Well, Actually, this is a great transition because the next question is: You compared Hal's speed to accelerate, but shouldn't you have used Ben's fastest alien, Jet Ray? Ah, Jet is Ray Hal faster than Jet Ray. Kind of. Um, it's so the reason why we didn't why we used accelerate is two part. One, um, as a writer, I figured more people would be familiar with accelerate. And that goes back to the what I was talking about, yeah. representing the character. They'd go, "Oh, he's the speed alien," um, but it's true he has other speed aliens, um, and Jet Ray is one of them. But it's a little unclear. Let me explain. So Jet Ray is faster in the sense that he can cross like these vast cosmic distances 
um, faster than Accelerate can. But he does so by entering hyperspace, which is something that he does. He flies, he accelerates to a certain speed, and then he can enter hyperspace. He opens a portal, goes through, and pops out wherever he wants to at, you know, some other planet. This is in um, Ben 10, it's Ultimate Alien, Eye of the Beholder, where he does this. Um, and I Again, think is what people. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I saw this in your notes. I know you're not bullshitting because this yeah. is in your notes. Yeah, but you're not even looking. At, you just know. Yeah. Um, um, so, it, so it's not like Star Wars hyperspace where they're where they're traveling. They're traveling. At no, speed. it's more it's, like Star Trek wormhole where they exactly. Shot at yeah. spot, yes, except and, he knows where he's going. And um, so it's not something that would really apply. So the reason why we look at travel speed, this is the thing that comes up a lot. We're like travel speed versus combat speed. The reason why we look at travel speed is that you can apply it to combat speed. So if I'm like Green Lantern and I'm flying to a planet at the other end of the universe. Um, I need to know when to stop flying so that I don't smash into that planet <laughs> at the other end of the universe. And if I'm stopping somewhere in the atmosphere well, of that planet, I, th- I think something like that is like Doctor Strange is somebody who can just like make a portal. That yeah, doesn't make him that fast. Yeah, and he's using a portal, it's like it's it's a different type of thing. Right, sure, he, he can get he, to Earth in half a second. Right, but he's talking about that you have to have like the ability to think yeah, yeah, and yeah. react to stop yourself. Yeah. And Which we talk about yeah. in the episode when Hal is piloting uh, a ship yeah. at light speed or something like that. And Fast he's reacting. That. He travels to Oa, the center of the universe, um, from, I believe it's Earth. So that's like that's like billions to trillions of times the speed of light, if I'm going to like estimate it in my head right now. <laughs> and he does that. He reacts to stuff. He steers the ship out of <laughs> the way of planets and stars without the ring on. <laughs> um, and when Jet Ray enters hyperspace, look, he's never done that in a fight to my knowledge. Um, so I, I, it, it matters that it's combat, combat applicable rather than just a way of getting from point A to point B. And that planet, we don't know where that planet was. So people were saying, oh, well, Jet Ray can also reach the other end of the universe that fast. And it's like, I, there was nothing stating when I watched that episode that that planet was at the other end of the universe. Nobody specifically right. says that you're on no. this end of the universe. We got to get to this end of the universe. Right. And, and degree matters. So like both characters are, are faster than light, you know, five times faster than light and five billion times faster than light. You're both faster than light, but one is a billion times faster than the other. <laughs> yeah. so, so degree matters essentially. And I don't mm-hmm. think there's anything saying that he's that he's as fast as hell. Well, okay. And before we get into alien X, there's one more question about other aliens. You said Ben could only have one alien at a time, but couldn't he use multiple aliens by multiplying himself with Echo Echo? We did talk about the, the, the morphing into two aliens a little bit in a, in a, in a tab, but this is specifically Echo Echo, which I believe is the alien that like multiplies itself. Yeah. One, he has a couple. Um, so this is in the episode, I think it's called duped. And I don't know if it's, let me, let's take a look at the uh, notes <laughs> for the first time. Um, uh, the, oh, I didn't say. Um, so I believe the episode is called duped and it's from either old Ultimate Alien or Alien Force, um, and what Ben does in that—it's it up right now. Yeah, it's that—it's epi- the kind of cartoon episode where it's like, I need to be in multiple places at once. How am I going to do that? It's that cartoon episode. Right. Um, and so he, he, what he does Ultimate is he, alien. Yep. he switches right. into the three Echo Echoes, and then they switch back into Ben's, um, and they go do those things. But there's a reason why he never does this anymore. Um, it's because it almost got him killed at the end of the episode. What it did was it split his personality into like three different. Ben's mm. so there was like the yeah. logical Ben or the you know mm, asshole right. Ben I right. forget exactly what it was um, and each of them could transform into a separate alien but they weren't able to coordinate the same way that a single Ben could and they ended up getting in each other's ways and they ended up almost losing um, and so at the end Ben realizes the best strategy is to just be one Ben and he merges and um, and fights as one alien so that's why that wasn't included is because it in the episode itself, it was something that was not optimal. And in this instance, against somebody that is that much faster and that much more powerful, I don't think Ben would rely on a strategy that has almost got him killed um, or injured. I forget what the villain was trying to do. Um, so it was kind of a non-factor. It was right? a non-factor, exactly. Um, yeah, They proved in that episode that that's, the le- that's a less effective way to fight. Exactly. Yes. So. Uh, okay, so... Now we're getting into some of the Alien X questions, and Alien X is definitely, when we were going through the research, um, even even going into this, like when we first started, like I wasn't super familiar with Ben 10, even I knew that like Alien X was going to be a major factor this whole fight. Yeah. Uh, that's why we went with uh, Green Lantern rather than Beast Boy, um, just because 
what the fuck is Beast Boy supposed to do against Alien <laughs> X? Um, I'm sure he scales to some planet level shit. Like I, mean, I just I, knowing <laughs> comics, like Beast Boy's yeah. elephant form survived a hit oh from Trigon. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he probably does have some like alien elephant that he transforms yeah, into that can shoot a Death Star laser shit. or something. <laughs> Wrapped around. I'm pretty time sure he would or still something. Get wrecked by Alien X, though. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Uh, but uh, so this question is: uh, the creators of Ben 10, multiple different creators, I believe, creators, yeah. artists, etc., have said that Alien X is a multiversal being. Why was this not mentioned, and why did this not come into play? So everyone that's bringing this up is referencing this this particular blog, this Man of Action blog, um, and that's uh, going to be Image Five B, Gerardo. <laughs> funny because they say the exact opposite of that um, <laughs> they say that celestial sapiens the quote is the answer uh, is the same for omniversal and timeline destruction in regards to alien uh, celestial sapiens being able to prevent those things if the celestial sapiens plural were aware that either was coming and formed a group that could agree in advance to bond their power they would survive if they were not aware of the impending threat of destruction they would not be able to agree in advance and would be undone by either phenomenon so celestial sapiens can, if they know ahead of time, can form a group and stave off something like multiversal destruction. Mm. But if they don't, and there's only one of them, like in the case of Alien X, they can't. Explicitly, they can't. And now, <laughs> Alien X, um, Ben's aliens are stated to be like prime versions of their species. Like, Alien X is like the biggest, baddest celestial sapien The best ever a celestial right, sapien right, right. can be. Yeah, but... There's nothing in canon that suggests that he could be full-on multiversal. He could jump a tier from universal to multiversal. Um, so that's why that was not included. And again, this is Word of God, and we only do Word of God stuff if it, if it like matches something or it confirms or explains something that happens in canon. But in this case, um, it's very direct. And everyone's bringing this up as evidence that Alien X is multiversal. I'm kind of like, did you did you read it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, um, uh, to that degree, because because there's also the quote from I believe an artist who said that he could like in six thoughts in six thoughts yeah. he could bend the multiverse or whatever, and that's obviously some a, a joke to a degree. I think we have that in a tab. Yeah, um, the way it's framed, it's I think the first question is, um, can you destroy a universe? Yeah, you could do it in a thought. Can you destroy a multiverse? You could do it, but take him six thoughts. It's yeah. it's something like that. The way the way I personally read it is that it, it came off like a joke, but also Same it's here. not something that's supported in canon so we wouldn't really consider it too heavily exactly that yeah. the word, word of god is a thing that comes up every so often not not with a lot of characters but like data books are one thing because yeah. a data book is written to be a canon source of information that can apply to the story yeah. but when you have an interview with a creator and they're just kind of talking with somebody and that person like presents a question and the creator just kind of says an answer like that's off the fly that's yeah. that's just a that there's more often than not, the writer doesn't really care yeah. what he's saying, whether right. or not that's canon or fact. Ed Boon made a couple of statements in some interview that oh, everyone yeah. in, the, in the community is like talking about now. Um, but it's like, how much was Ed Boon like really like concerned about the cosmology? Of yeah, right. Well, like, I can say like right two... now that Wiz has the power to punch a planet yeah. apart. <laughs> we we did not going to have. I we remember that a panel because people asked and we were talking about this specific thing, and then it was like uh, you know the age old question who would win between Wiz and Boomstick. And I'm like, oh, clearly Boomstick. And I was like, and then I was like, because I can just make up whatever I want for yeah. him. Like, you know, I was like, he has an anti wizard gun. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you know, like. <laughs> You guys had a Twitter exchange, and I actually screenshotted that stuff for when we do eventually. Are you serious, Boomstick? <laughs> <laughs> you did. Like, I know it's. I know sure. it's word, word of God, guys, but uh, this is important. These tweets. <laughs> yeah, but and there's a lot of times I can't tell you like how many like when you're put on the spot, like people ask questions about the character Boomstick or something like that, you know, and like. I'm an entertainer, so like yeah, I'll well, usually try and say something entertaining or fun. In, and like, in, there's a lot that's hard to take, especially because sometimes it's directly contradicted by the show in other cases and stuff like that. Like, I know there's a, yeah. there was a lot of stuff involving. I want to say his name's Rocky something that that wrote. Um, <laughs> God, no, not Rocky Balboa. <laughs> he wrote the one JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And oh, like, yeah. doing Yoshiko that fight, Rocky. yeah, yeah, doing that fight. It was like there was a lot of stuff. He would say something, or there would be a data book that had like a stat chart for the, like any given stand, and it was like just did not add up lot, with the yeah. show. Yeah, like I, I think it's Star Platinum is supposed to be one of the slower stands, and then you're like, what? What are you talking about? Like he's beating the fastest stands. <laughs> like, yeah. So it's like sometimes, like you know, and keep in mind. A, researched that like two years ago so my memory's foggy but yeah there's some of that stuff where it is also it gets really confusing and it's like what do we take here do we yeah. take the data book that's very old or do we take the newest stuff from the you know whatever canon material you have whether we show or manga and, yeah. yeah 
And everyone yeah. knows I'm a huge JoJo fan, so I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. still probably one of my favorite episodes to oh, research. Absolutely. You were having awesome. a blast just <laughs> that watching was really JoJo. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Noel did most of JoJo. I oh, did a lot of Kenshiro. I did, I did Fist of the North Star, yeah. which is like one of those old ones that you yeah. never really get around to watching and then you watch it. Like, that show's so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and like, nothing, nothing and is a great. really good one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, nothing has affected me, like, as far as, like, got me into, like, a weird subsect of meme culture more than that fight. Yeah. Like, researching both <laughs> yeah. sides. Like, JoJo and Kinshiro memes are so strong. They're so like, good. Those sub-communities are really funny. There's a subreddit called Shitpost Crusaders, um, which is a JoJo <laughs> subreddit, and it's so <laughs> good. <laughs> um, watching both those series back and forth, like they complement each other because it's yeah. like one's really really weird and the other one's really really violent and yeah. they like switch back and forth um, creates an interesting mental space anyway getting back on topic <laughs> we're, we're definitely going longer on this oh than, than we typically do but obviously this episode kind of warrants it um, okay so next question the energy feedback from the Omnitrix is meant to st- to stop anybody from removing it. Wouldn't yes. Hal cutting Ben's arm off count and activate the feedback to defend Ben? Basically, it this very much goes into the animation, yes. but also just in, in general, why why were the scissors able to cut off his arm? This one is going to have to... I'm going to have to look at my notes for this one because there's a lot. Okay. Um, so... <laughs> so um, so Ben, so it, what classifies as something that that triggers the the watch is a little unclear. It's been triggered when people have tried to remove the Omnitrix like itself from Ben's wrist, which we do show at the beginning of the which fight. we do mm-hmm. exactly. Um, we show the clip of Vilgax trying to do that. Um, but um, it's not clear if like removing a body part is what causes it or any kind of bodily injury because if you can you can extend that concept to has Ben like would the energy pulse activate if Ben has been injured at all? Well, Ben's been Ben's been injured like tons of times in the show. It's part of the show. Um, so it's and the energy pulse doesn't usually activate unless it's the watch itself being removed. So a body part, for instance. Um, there's in the season one finale of the original series called Secrets, um, <laughs> Vilgax surrounds Ben's, the Omnitrix in a huge machine and then gets out a big laser sword to cut his arm off to do exactly that. And um, if Hal was aware of the energy pulse, he could just replicate that kind of thing with a construct um, and then remove Ben's arm. Um... Let's let's see what else I have written down. Oh yeah, the energy pulse itself is not super powerful. Um, it is powerful if it's left to charge over like a, a series of a few days. Mm. Um, it'll reach enough power to destroy a universe, but um, not super that, powerful. Just powerful yeah, just, enough to just, destroy just, a universe. That's that powerful. <laughs> that's one of the episodes where it like keeps continuously charging up. And, yeah, like they're worried about. It. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. In well, that's when Ben accidentally movies. sets it to yeah. self destruct or whatever. But and, the energy um, pulse is that the same thing or a different thing? It, that, that, it's the same. It's it's the same kind of like it comes from the Omnitrix's power source. So the energy sure. pulse isn't that powerful. It blows people back a few meters, but that's you know nothing compared to what Green Lantern can do. So at worst, even if it did activate, he could just be like, no remove you know <laughs> just power through it just power through it exactly it's also to bring up um a lot of the comments that i've seen were scissors faster than big bang you know because mm. the watch was able to react to the big bang and um this is part this is due to the fail safe as well um which we'll get into but it's worth mentioning it's worth finding out the speed of the omnitrix's ai because it's de- its ability to react to threats is determined by its ai um, so how fast is the Big Bang? Well, it's not really clear. Cosmic inflation, which happens in the first like 10 to the negative 30th second of the universe's lifespan, it expanded really fast and then it slowed down. Um, what we can do is we can look at that episode. The episode is uh, A New Dawn. It's from Omniverse, where when the Annihilar goes off and creates a universe, it um, after about six seconds or so, you can start to see galaxies form. So if you take the distance between us and, say, the Andromeda galaxy, like what's the distance between between galaxies, um, and apply that to the speed, that'd be about 13 trillion times the speed of light for the propagation of the um, Big Bang. Compared to Hal's speed, that's about 100,000 times slower because Hal was <laughs> able to fly across the universe at 1.5 quintillion times the speed of light. And in terms of specific um, constructs, like how fast do Hal's constructs move, he was once able to create um, these little drones which flew and tr- searched the entire universe for other Green Lanterns. So they like they searched the entire volume of the universe in the span of a heartbeat, which <laughs> is pretty familiar. Sounds may sound familiar to the Mega Man .exe calc, which was which was crazy. Which was crazy. <laughs> it's the same kind of feat, um, except he does it even faster. 
Um, I got, when I calced it, I got about 400 novemdecillion times the speed of light, <laughs> um, which is Holy a shit. four followed by 60 zeros and <laughs> about 10 to the 49th times faster than the Omnitrix could react. Um, this doesn't account for the number of drones that he had, so he had a couple, but it also doesn't account for the fact that the DC's universe is much larger. Like, that would inflate the volume by a lot. Um, so yeah, when people are asking if scissors are faster than Big Bang, yes. How scissors are faster than Big Bang. As <laughs> absurd and ridiculous as that is, yeah, scissors faster than Big Bang. I, I do think, to a degree, um, maybe this wouldn't have affected the, the reaction that much, but I do think we might have had a more positive reaction if we did end it with just like a big explosion. Yes. Destroy the whole universe. Yeah, and absolutely. that takes out Ben yeah, as well. Yeah. And I think what does it for a lot of people is the little co comedic pause where it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. And so <laughs> they're like, we could have defended itself in there. Yeah. That might be no. uh, purely just animation to for the sake of entertainment as opposed to um y you know uh, showcasing Hal's raw power over Ben 10 in, yeah. in, in that regard and that kind of gets into a, to an area of, of the show where where it's difficult for us to really balance sometimes cuz like we've already had like what three giant explosive deaths this season yeah. I was like I don't really want to do another one and right. Liam came up with a like a creative way to end it I'm like yeah. creative deaths creative end endings to these fights are always fun so let's go ahead and do a creative way to end it as opposed to just another big explosion. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Actually, I would love to hear from you guys uh, what you think. Is it better? Do you think, you personally think it's better for us to, to pursue like creative endings to fights or to really have the endings showcase uh, the absolute greatest power level that these characters have? Yeah. Like, is it better to have every other fight end in a giant explosion just to better represent the the matchup itself or to create an ending that is more fun and creative because like i can see the argument for both right yeah. and we tried to do a balance of both mm -hmm. but should we do a goku versus roshi or a goku versus literally anyone else in the show because mm -hmm. you know in goku versus roshi roshi out you mean <laughs> goku in, versus roshi yeah in uh jackie chun i mean sorry sorry oh. I mean jackie chun oh. <laughs> I, I, I i thought you were referring to roshi versus dry and i was like oh no what, what? what? <laughs> From the actual show Dragon Ball. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No. A creative, um, like, the one character uses their abilities creatively and outthinks the other, or something that's like, ah, yeah, <laughs> one person's foot. And, and there, there's, there's, there's an understandable argument for both. So yeah. I, I am curious to see what for you sure. guys have to say. And about I'd like that. to know as a writer. Too. Uh, uh, Hashtag Death Battle Cast on Twitter would probably be the easiest way to let us know. And, and I'm, I mean, I'm definitely going to check on that because this is really interesting to me. There yeah, is comments. something to be said. Is like that's the same reason not every. Green Lantern comic starts with him just going like, I'll just go back in time and stop at the start of this problem. It's like there's yeah. no entertaining narrative to the concept of like not. And like as writers, it's not fun to really like all most fights would just be like big explosion over. Yeah. Like in yeah. and it's not necessarily fun for the writer, the viewer, like anyone involved in most cases because, yeah, it would be just kind of like. Meh. Yeah. So yeah, yeah exactly. and that's well, the exact same reason comic books don't like every DC comic book doesn't start with the Flash or Superman being like, "I'll solve the problem in an atto second. Yeah, comic over. We got happy. <laughs> like, you know, and like that's right. yeah. that's it's because it's more entertaining with a real narrative and like some stakes and etc. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next question. So next question. Uh, if Batman could remove the ring from Hal's finger, why couldn't Ben? Since Hal can't remove the Omnitrix, doesn't this give Hal a huge weakness? And I do want to point out that that was the Batman removing it from his finger was during a point where Hal was not ready for battle. It was not a combat scenario. He literally yeah. just met Batman and was like fanboying yeah. over him. This is um, inexperienced early Hal. Yeah. Um, so it, it, that doesn't necessarily translate. Does that ever really happen to Hal? You even mentioned earlier that he's got a defense against that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's happened in the comics because that's like such a cheeky way to like disarm Green Lantern is, oh, you remove the ring, but um, what no. What will he do? Yeah, yeah, what will he do now? Like Dr. Fate with the helmet. But um, no, that generally does not happen. Um, he has a force field that surrounds his body um, and the ring. Oh, thank you. He has a force <laughs> field that surrounds his body at all times. So um, it would only really happen if he's caught unaware. Um, or uh, not prepared for a fight. It's yeah, not a, and I assume by someone in that Batman scenario, he's not threatened or worried yeah. about that. Like, it's a familial thing where it's like, oh, hey, it's Batman. He's on my side. Exactly. Not worried. It's care. like if he was fighting Batman, that would not happen. Yeah. It's also Batman. Batman's a master of sleight of hand, and he does... He Batman has feats in comics that 
don't make any sense and it's just like it's Batman none like, at all yeah. <laughs> yeah. he kicked the Spectre that's like the funniest one the Spectre like <laughs> is like a multiversal god being. yeah it's like okay. dodges dark sides of mega beams yeah it's like that. that doesn't make okay <laughs> Batman yeah. is superhuman for some reason yeah like, he fell into a vat of of superhuman fluid uh, Captain America serum at some point yeah and it yeah. just happened off screen and nobody explains <laughs> it yeah <laughs> something crazy happened exactly. yeah back in the day we wanted to do a desk of that was explaining how superhuman Batman actually is yeah because like he survives and does so many things that are very clearly superhuman that it's like kind of ludicrous to still consider him as like no he's just like a strong Olympian yeah, exactly like, yeah, that's <laughs> fucking bullshit even like, no, he's not. Like, even like peak human comic book characters like okay he can run as fast as Usain Bolt and also lift as much as the world like champion heavy yeah. lift it's like he, he can't do both his, of those he, things he, he like holds his breath for like 8 <laughs> minutes yeah. in one comic it's like that's he not survived out in space do. yeah um, like no this doesn't, yeah. it doesn't work like that no like yeah. it's stupid he went to like hell with Wonder Woman and fought for like 100 years like <laughs> he's just so much shit where you're like no that's not like you're not just a dude anymore like stop it like <laughs> alright well uh so next question, you said Hal's ring has a time limit while the yes. Omnitrix does not. Uh, this means that Hal would eventually lose regardless, right? Uh, that only works if the two characters are both like perfectly even. So if we have two characters that are even in every regard, they can't, one cannot kill the other and one has a weakness like a 24-hour time limit, then yeah, in that case. But Hal has most of the advantages in the fight, even against Alien X. I mean, we mentioned his speed. He would be able to kill Ben or Alien X far quicker than 24 hours well pass. I mean, yeah. one of the things is like oh alien x could erase hal in a single blink of an eye and it's like well yeah think about how long a blink of an eye is when you're talking about something that goes trillions of times the speed of light like uh, yeah. a blink of the eye is rather fucking slow and Hal can do a shit ton in that time frame yeah. to stop it so it's, it's also worth mentioning that alien x like to, because people are bringing that up a lot too alien x actually has never erased anyone from reality this is a statement about celestial sapiens in general from kevin he says they could blink and you'd be gone um, so how he actually does it is a little un unclear in the animation. It was a slow fade just for a dramatic effect, like slow death and then punctuate by no, you can't like that's just the idea behind it. If, um, Hal tried, if alien X tried to erase Hal instantly, it would fail instantly. Um, green lantern powerings have defended against the crisis on infinite earths, which was the multiverse, like universes being erased and then eventually the multiverse being erased or remade, merged into one. So, it wouldn't work. It applies <laughs> yeah. to his ring, too. Yeah. yeah, And, and that's again, goes back to presentation, representation versus the actual statistics. Exactly. Um, versus the animation. But, okay, so next is... Uh, oh, we're almost done. Um, <laughs> I, I know we're, like, almost, like, 40, 50-something minutes. Well, are this, we? So, yeah. Yep. We've been going on quite a ways. I, we started a little late, so uh, it's okay. Um Let's see. The Omnitrix has a failsafe that forces Ben to instantly transform into any alien he needs to survive and thus won't let him die. This even worked against a Big Bang. Why didn't it do that to stop Hal from killing him? We kind of already covered that, though. Yeah. The failsafe also isn't perfect um, or consistent. Well, um, in, I mean, it runs at the speed of the AI of the yeah, Omnitrix, yeah. which is slower than Hal. I think, yeah. I think we've generally covered that question. Sure. Yep. So uh, the next one, there seems... Okay. So this isn't... Per se, a question. This is something that you brought to me later uh, earlier today. Uh, so there seems to be some misconceptions about Green Lantern's time travel abilities. Yes, like the idea that he loses his memory when he travels through time. Uh, so you had a couple pointers that you wanted to mention on that. Yeah, um, a lot of claims being made. One of them is that Hal can't travel back in time. Uh, he has traveled back in time. Uh, Green Lantern number one thirty-seven. That's M one Gerardo. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I don't know if we've ever gotten this like, I know, this detailed. With I, the I can. I, I'll just. I'll just reference the 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 comics from now on, and you guys can look them up. Um. So yeah, he can travel can back in time. Up, we can bring up the images as you talk. Sure. Yeah. Um. Hal. Uh. There's also one where it's like Hal can only travel back in time. Thank you. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Hal can only travel back in time. Um. If he's already first traveled forward in time, and then he can only travel back in time to when he left. So that's the claim. Yeah, that's the claim. Which is kind um, of a strange claim. Uh, no, uh, there's nothing stating that that's like a rule for him. Um, and in fact, other Green Lanterns have shown to be able to do that. Um, Green Lantern Quarterly number two, issue or uh, image M3, Jarda. Here's a Green Lantern asking his ring to send him back in time an hour. Now, the ring doesn't do it because... The problem he's trying to solve is that he wants an extra hour of charge for his ring because his 24 hours is almost up. And the ring says, well, relative to, you know, 
the ring's time, it'll still have been 24 hours. That's not a way to fix that. Because the ring still travels through time. Yeah. It's not changing yeah. it's the ring's exactly. charge. So he can still do that. It's just not, um, it wouldn't solve his problem. There's also something that says time traveling erases Hal's memory. Actually, the time ray that the people from the 58th century <laughs> that bring him back and uh, forth yes. in time. The time ray <laughs> from the 50th century. That, that is, um, that's what erases his memories. Um, M4, Gerardo. Um, Chairman Desor states, he says, um, our method of time travel causes an individual's memory to be completely erased. Hal has since then traveled, or even before that, has traveled forward and, and backward to that century without his memories being erased if he did it himself with his ring. Um, yeah, so effectively well, shit, the ring right. can do anything. Like, it's been stated <laughs> it can do anything, and it's shown all the different kinds of time travel, so it can well, travel okay. infinitely. Well, okay, still talking about time travel. The last main question yes. is the Sotobro effect. The Sotobro, uh, the Sotobro effect means Alien X could... Uh, would perceive Hal going back in time and then follow him back in time. Why didn't this affect the fight? This is a thing from Ben 10, I believe. That yes, universe. the Sotobro effect. I'll explain. So what the Sotobro effect is, is that when someone um, travels through time, or the claim is that when someone travels through time, it creates a ripple effect, and um, uh, that can be detected by other time travel users. Um, there's a couple of problems with allowing Ben to utilize that. First off, there's no real indication that Ben actually knows about the Sotobro effect. In the clip that everyone's kind of sharing around, it looks like Professor Paradox, who's like Doctor Who, is explaining the Sotobro effect to Ben. That's actually not Ben. That's an alternate timeline Ben called No Watch Ben. Um, <laughs> ben, at that there are, time... There are a lot of timeline shenanigans yeah, yes. in Ben 10. Yeah. Because well, that's, a, that's a... Who's the Ben 100 or whatever? There's the older Ben. 10, ben 10,000. Ben 10,000. Yeah, yeah, he's in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, ben was actually dead at that time. Um, yeah, he, so he wasn't around to hear about that. Um, to, to add on to that, Paradox specifically brings it up, the Sotobro effect, because he's afraid that Eon, who is another alternate timeline version of Ben, could detect it if no watch Ben uses clockwork to affect time. So it's, it's specifically a, like, could one Ben recognize another Ben doing stuff in time? Because throughout that entire episode, Ben and Paradox are traveling through time without Eon or Vilgax knowing about it. So the Soda Bro effect is, was a little more specific to the two Bens talking. Or the two Bens... So is it kind of like how in Avengers Endgame, not getting into spoilers, but there's two nebulas and they kind of yes. interact with each other? <laughs> well, they're on the <laughs> same network. Like that, they're on the same network. That's, like, <laughs> that's, that's kind of the Soda Bro I mean, effect. As far as I'm aware, the Soda Bro effect is brought up once in like one line that Paradox uses. So it's it's like... It how it works is not totally clear. Well, um, I would even assume because it says it's a like there's a ripple in time. Like that ripple from when Hal goes back would take some fraction of time to make its way to Alien exactly. X, and in that fraction of time, he can him. most yeah. likely kill him. If even if we can, Alien we X can, can recut that. part of the episode where we just take out all the frames in between that, and it's just like thought. And then arm off. Yeah, like and that's literally <laughs> like there is zero point of time where there's a reaction in it, and like. That would be much more boring. Yeah. But if you want to see it like that, like also can go we ahead get, and put it on Twitter. Like, can we get the Wi-Fi strength on Nebula's network? Like, that's <laughs> yes, gotta seriously. be fucking nuts, dude. What? <laughs> when that happened, that was the only part of Endgame that I rolled my eyes at. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. so hard. That's the same. anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, very thorough answers. Holy yeah. shit. And there's um, there's more too, in case anybody wants to. Know. Well, well, you you mentioned that another Ben had died, and and even we've already ben talked Klein about the fail safe. I still yeah. see people in the chat talking about the the, the fail safe. But yeah, there is that quote uh, near one of the end of the seasons uh, where Ben says that the Omnitrix will not let him die. Yeah, and I can. But I can there have that. been occasions where Ben's in timelines with the Omnitrix have died and so yeah he was ben in that instance was killed by the chronosapien time bomb now somebody i brought that up to somebody and said the failsafe didn't protect it from from that like he just died um and someone brought up well maybe he doesn't have an alien that could protect against something like the chronosapien time bomb except he does he has an alien called clockwork which is a chronosapien which is what no watch ben transforms into at the end of the episode to stop the chronosapien time bomb before it kills all the other Bens, or something like that. He uses it to stop the Chronosapien time bomb. So Ben had the perfect alien to stop the Chronosapien time bomb. Failsafe did not activate. He still died. And even if we assume that it had no problems, the Failsafe has only appeared once in the last episode of the show and saved him once, despite him being in mortal danger tons of times throughout the show's history. So adding all of that together and the fact that how it would be too fast for it to react to him, that's why the Failsafe didn't save him. In short and long. 
<laughs> well, all right. Uh, that that kind of ends my list of questions here. Is there anything in your notes that you wanted to mention? Uh, just a really brief. I think one of the the issues that people brought up in the last page um, <laughs> is that Hal just isn't powerful. Like Alien X is above Hal. He's not powerful enough to kill Alien X. Alien X is roughly universe level. Um, he survived the destruction of the universe and then recreated it. And he's battled the Galactic Gladiator, another Celestial Sapien, so that kind of confirms that he's consistently at that level. Green Lantern has a couple of universal feats. Uh, he contained the universe-destroying U-bomb, which is M6, Gerardo. Um, the Green Lantern number six from the current run, which is really good. I highly recommend it. Um, so this U-bomb was going to uh, cause all matter in the universe to bind to a compressed quark instantaneously, destroy the entire universe um, Hal was able to stop that. Now, he needed, um, in this instance, he needed power from the central power battery to do that. But as we've shown in his fight against Krona, he can, on his own, overpower the embodiment of willpower in the entire universe, which is what <laughs> powers the central power battery. So it is best he can match that. Um, he's also matched Dr. Polaris's control of the magnetic force of the entire universe. Um, this is M7, Gerardo. Um, oh, more panels. Wow. Oh, yeah, All right. Oh, so is, many. This is good yes. research here. Yeah. Um, and they, even the description describes them as having almost limitless power. They compare each other, um, magnetic might of the universe itself. He later says that it's, it's the, it's the force that holds the universe together. So it's one of these panels. Yes. DC does this a lot where they're yeah. like the, the whole multiverse trembled as yeah, exactly. the, the power of this thing exploded Chats planets around them. Thor's had it. Superman's had it. Wonder Woman's had it. They're all like crazy powerful for right. it. Yeah. He's also strange reasons, but we can't ignore that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's absurd, but like due to the nature of Green Lantern, like his ring is only limited by the in his imagination and his willpower and the 24 hour time limit. So and he has more willpower than willpower than willpower. <laughs> <laughs> He's also fought and hurt Captain Adam, um, who could create and destroy a universe in a nanosecond. Um, this is M8A Gerardo <laughs> when they reference the destruction of the yeah. Yeah. Yep. So he's created in, and destroyed a, a universe. And um, I forget if it says here that he does it in a nanosecond. He couldn't bring the dog back to life. <laughs> in, a, in a nanosecond, um, you destroyed the universe and then recreated exactly the same, except that this time in this world, the dog lived <laughs> just the way you said it did. Which, <laughs> a character. Uh, so Hal's fought a character that can create and destroy a universe. And for the exact panel where he fights him, that's going to be M8, just regular M8. Um, that sounds uh, an awful lot like someone we know, like maybe Alien X. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, Hal's very consistent. He's also scales to Kyle, who stopped the Big Bang. And this Big Bang is really brief because we brought this up. Um, the DC universe is larger. The, its diameter is at least 200 trillion light years, which is much larger than ours. Um, the energy that would be required to create a universe, the total mass energy of a universe that size, would be about 10 billion times more than ours, which means that Kyle was able to produce about 10 billion times more energy to stop that Big Bang than creating a regular universe like the one that Alien X did. Hal scales to Kyle because he's you know has more willpower than any Green Lantern. Um, and Kyle was actually present in the fight against Chrono and didn't was not able to kill Chrono while Hal was able to. Um, so yeah, Hal could at his best produce roughly 10 billion times more energy than Alien X did in his best feat. So yeah, in terms of power, they're either even or advantage Green Lantern. So that's that's a real rough rundown of they're both universe level. So they could. <laughs> so yes, Hal could kill Alien X. Holy cool. shit, dude. <laughs> Good job. Turning the page. Hey, you, yeah. I do my research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get a standing yeah. ovation from our... I'm sorry that took so long. That's okay. Hey, uh, here's what's going on. <laughs> well, oh. no, you're going to... Hang on, hang on. So, uh, just, just to wrap this up. Yeah, thank you, Liam, for being so prepared for that. Like, this, yeah. this has been... Uh, as we said at the beginning of the show, like, this is easily the most controversial episode we've had in a long time. Uh, and for good reason, like yeah. the, the the characters are very complicated, and it's again one of DC's top, super high top tier characters who is just unbelievably more powerful than we ever could have expected going yeah. into this. Than most people know and will ever know. Yeah. So, 
God damn it. These D- this DC streak <laughs> has got to end. It's got to end. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> uh, but, like, again, we, we've said this numerous times. We don't stack episodes in a way that, like, sets up a streak or ending a streak. Right. I so thought Ben 10 would win. When I first I, started going into this, yeah. I thought that the, the same. Yeah. I was expecting this to end the streak. But, um, you know, whenever we bring another DC character in, it's... You never know. Or, 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 I don't know. Like maybe it'll end the streak. Maybe it won't. We're not gonna necessarily try to set it up so it it does end it specifically to try to like. We're not here to manipulate you yeah. guys or anything like that, or to make mm-hmm. you. Uh, it, it it's that's one of the weird things what? about Death Battle is the fact that it is naturally a show that is going to set up these kind of scenarios where people kind of feel bummed about a certain thing, and we if we try to manipulate that, I feel like. We're just going to go down a dark path that starts to turn yeah. death on something it isn't. Yeah. Right. And the whole purpose of the show is just to, just to look, take, look at, take an unbiased look at all this stuff and determine, to the best of our ability, who we think would win. Yes. There's no it is. profit or reward or anything in us trying to make a nut character win over another one. That's the thing that I'll Oh, come on, Chad. <laughs> Obviously, DC Comics pays yes. us off. <laughs> uh, that's just the thing. It's just like there, there's no reason... For us to do that. The whole reason the show was created was to help find out who would win and answer these questions to the best of our ability. So, like, that's what we do. And clearly, we, we you know, we've done our research for a long time and we've brought in people who also do their <laughs> research. Christ. I'm looking uh, at the chat. Everybody is is very impressed, Liam. Like, good job. Um, yeah, spread the word uh, when this episode goes up. <laughs> I would love to see if we could turn that dislike ratio around. <laughs> How funny would that be? There's well, no, there is no way. No in hell. way. Uh, I was thinking about that. Well, I was well, like, one of, one of the only problems about us waiting Jesus to do the Christ Q&A until later on yeah. is that no, like a week has gone by by the time this hits YouTube. Yeah. Which if you're watching this live and you, you didn't turn tune in at, at the beginning, you might have missed some of the questions being answered. So definitely check this out yeah. on YouTube when it goes up on, on Thursday. Um, uh, having it go out so late, I, I I totally understand that there's going to be a large section of the fandom that is just, it's just, they've made up their minds. Yeah. They're not going to bother watching this episode. <laughs> Most Whatever. Of the but spread the word. mob has put their torches down and been distracted by something, something else. Something else yeah. to be angry yeah. about. Uh, Back yeah, to Game of Thrones. Sure. And yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that'll do it. Yeah. I was heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, now, <laughs> now, hey, what's going on? Oh wow, the Sonic movie's delayed, just I like this, this segment. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I was just like, Sonic uh, got delayed because people bitched, and, and now the animators have more time. It comes Good. out next year. That's it. Community death battle. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! That's Yay. exactly. What I was <laughs> we should do. Hermione versus Juggernaut at some point. We did, I think we did. did. No, battle. you mean the real one? Like a real oh, like an action. <laughs> so I've, I've wanted make... to do a uh, we, rejected death battles episode before <laughs> where we pit like Goku versus Ryu. Matchups like that. Oh, they just, there's just no reason to have that matchup, but people, you know, every so often do request it. And Hermione cool versus Juggernaut versus definitely Macho Man. <laughs> that is fine. Oh my God. We still need to do that. <laughs> like yeah. it has to happen. Should you do right. a Ryu win? So, uh, <laughs> oh, no. no. Why would you say that? All credibility. Oh, no. No, no. Oh, no. I hope it's understood that Goku wipes his ass with Ryu. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's there's not much of a fight there to have at all. Everything's ruined now. We have nothing else. Yeah. He thinks Ryu would be Goku. <laughs> oh, God. No, uh, and and uh, we we do joke, but uh, we do. I do want to mention. I didn't actually mention this. Um, that we we we've mentioned before that when people uh, talk shit about death battle, we we sometimes laugh it off, right? Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about that, we are talking about like the the hate that we sometimes get, like people being just fucking pissed and sending us like rant videos and and just well threatening us death and things like that there's like, a, there's something we said with like when some people in like even for this fight i've seen like you know people have their videos online and stuff where like in some people are just like all oh, these guys are a bunch of fucking idiots and they did and other ones are like well maybe they didn't look at this aspect as hard as like those are dope like we don't have any problem with people yeah, doing yes, like absolutely. critiquing They're... and asking questions like that's never been an issue it's like it's like w- the ones we don't give a shit about are the ones that are just like complete and utter assholes like if you bring <laughs> up a point in a respectful manner and you're like what about this and it's like Cool, let's have a conversation. My personal if you're like, favorite. they're fucking idiots and dum-dums, it's like, yeah, we're just going to laugh you off and not care about you. My like, personal favorite is, I didn't watch the video, but I heard that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that happens so much. You're like, I only watched the fight. I didn't really watch the research part, but, like, that's wrong because, well, and like, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I saw a couple of videos and posts about this episode that were specifically critiquing the rundowns. 
um, and how he presented the information. And that's something that's kind of rare when it comes to death battle responses. A lot of responses are just people uh, ranting about the victor and that we're wrong about the victor. And at that point, I'm just like, well, we can't like take down the video and do it again or something like it's there. Not with that attitude. Uh, like <laughs> it, it, We chose the victor. There we go. But like critiques about the rundowns and like how we present the information and, uh, and and what they think would be better in terms of writing a fight and stuff. That's criticism that we can take and we can apply to future episodes. And I, I like mm. seeing that kind of stuff. And that's why I said at the beginning, like, uh, you know, seeing the reactions and stuff is important to me. So thank you to everybody who did make those videos, who did make those those posts. Yeah. Because um, that is that does mean something to us. And like, it, it further take that into it, account. It furthers a discussion like um, uh, like because people were bringing up a lot of like salient points about Alien X and, and Green Lantern. I can like look at those and go, ah, yes. Well, because of this, this is why we did consider that. If it's like, hey, kill yourself, I'm like, oh, my answer to that is no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. All right. So, uh, community death battle. Yeah, we gotta, uh, we, we gotta wrap this up. Um, and this one, lightning round. It's interesting. Uh, so, we're, we're doing Danny Phantom Ghost. versus uh, Dragon. Jake Long. Dragon. 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 <laughs> uh, and as always, the community death battle, we, we let you guys let us know who you think should win and why using hashtag death battle cast. So, we have an answer from Chippo Skippy for uh, Danny Chippo Phantom. And he Skippy. says, Danny would win due to his power set. He flies as fast as Jake, hit, hits just as hard as him, but Danny can use his ice powers to fight Jake's dragon fire. Danny also has his ghostly whale, which destroyed a city-scale force field and can topple pretty large buildings. So Danny, he's not a ghost per se. He's, he's a person dead. who like, yeah, he's not dead. He's not like an undead person. He yeah. can transform into a ghost ectoplasm person yeah. being. Right. He can become intangible, right. become invisible, <laughs> like things like that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So he's got Every a bunch Saturday of ghost I, powers. I go ghost. Um, uh, uh, and then we've got an answer for Jake Long from St. Dean Thomas, who says, this is actually a pretty close match, but Jake just barely edges out in a solid 1v1. Both hit hard and can take a beating, but Jake has better training, resists possession, lifts 25 tons, and can hit ghosts physically and with dragon fire, as seen in the American Dragon episode titled A Ghost Story. Interesting. Oh, is that re- oh. that this was is the question. reason I wanted to do this. <laughs> yeah. I've seen this requested as a death battle a lot, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I, I've, I've watched a little bit of Danny Phantom. I don't know hardly anything about uh, American Dragon. I, I couldn't even remember the fucking title when we brought yeah, this up yeah. last yeah. week. Uh, uh, but I didn't know why people would want this matchup outside of it being like the the, the Nickelodeon Disney rivalry at, at uh-huh. the time kind of thing. Um, so I want to know, is there a thing, is there a possibility that Jake could affect a ghost person? And thank you to everybody who said, <laughs> who pointed out this exact Left on episode. that. That's great. <laughs> Literally called a ghost story. Um, so that's awesome. Like this, this matchup just become way more, in, came way more interesting to me. Right. Like I'm, I'm actually legitimately think this could be a really cool death battle cool. but uh, on my side of things the the main things that stand out to me is Danny's versatility and based on what I've seen again I don't know much about Jake but his training because from what I've seen of Danny Phantom he never had like super formal training but Jake Long apparently has so that might be at least from what I know right now again if we were to do an actual death battle we would obviously do all that research yeah, yeah. that yeah. kind of research he did but from what I know right now, it seems that that's the main differences here. All right. We're going to do a short version, and I'm just going to say that my one question was answered. Can dra- can this specific type of dragon fire hurt Ghost? Yes. Oh, there was also, I, vote uh, Jake Long. I do want to point out, somebody else on another tweet mentioned that Jake Long has, like, heat-detecting abilities. Infrared. Infrared, I yeah. So I'm not sure if Ghost Danny gives off heat. He's really cold, isn't yeah, he? I ghosts the, cold. Yeah, ghosts are cold. That's I mean, that's something that well, so stupid ghost yeah. hunters try and use, right? That's like, true. So I, I don't know. I, obviously, that's not how we would apply logic. But on the, like, off the cuff, that kind of thinks, like, yeah, ghost cold. Infrared work, like, because yeah. <laughs> my thing would be like, if Danny can just turn invisible, then what's Jake Long gonna do? Yeah, fire invisible, goes behind him, fires ghost rays at him until he's dead. I'm just yeah. gonna say, dragon's cooler than ghosts. All right, Jake Long, I'm voting Jake. Jake? Yeah, I'm going yep. Jake. So I know there's a feat. I looked this up. <laughs> oh my, of course, <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, where Danny flies into the atmosphere um, and does it in about, or flies in, into orbit in about 40 seconds. And it was calc to be about sub-relativistic or Mach 17,000-something. So maybe Danny just blitzes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know. It. 
Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, Danny. Okay. 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 Uh, I think I'm gonna vote Danny too. I think his versatility uh, might be able to edge out uh, Jake, as well as the fact that he has fought people. Just because Jake can hit him doesn't necessarily mean that he's gonna die. Be, oh, I know. Because he's yeah, fought yeah. opponents who can hit him. Before. There's also an Infinity Gauntlet um, in Danny Phantom. It's called the Reality Gauntlet. I think it's definitely not. I mean, I can't imagine it being standard. Like, I just wanted to point that out because I was like, oh, look, it's that again. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. All right. Well, let's, well uh, all right. Let's see what the poll has to say from you guys. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Danny Phantom. <laughs> Danny Phantom ghosts. destroys. Now, again, that might be because people might not know that Jake Long can't actually affect ghosts. Well, um, also, yeah. the emoji is a little better, to be honest. The dragon emoji is <laughs> fucking it's not subpar. The best dragon. Trash it's, emoji. It's not the best it's, dragon yeah, emoji. Yeah, it's not top like tier. a cuphead dragon emoji. Yeah. That's mm. a great dragon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the next community death battle, um, I'm actually going to leave up to you, Liam. Yeah. What do you think the next one should be? Well, anyone that knows my me online knows what you know my most wanted episode is. Um, so this is not going to come as a surprise to anybody. It's going to be Alucard from Helsing Dude. versus Dio Brando from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Anime vampires. I think what we did a DBX. You, you, okay. This. We've talked about this so much. And, you know, we and I can answer those questions. <laughs> but, like, fucking Alucard is insane. Alucard is insane. That's true. Dio is so pretty Dio. fucking ludicrous. I know. Too, yeah. Like, but I just don't know how you kill Alucard. That's the question that I've brought up every time we talk about doing Alucard yes. in Death Battle. Yeah. Maybe well. Dio has a way. I, I don't, should I should I should I like answer your question? I don't know if no, we should say that for next. Yeah, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, like this is another thing. Like we've we've seen this requested a lot of times. Um, we're not entirely sure how it would go, just because we haven't done all the research and whatnot. We did do a DBX of it mm -hmm. a while ago. I think Zach yeah. animated that, and it's like so, fucking it awesome. awesome. Yeah, it was uh, a really cool fight. Um, so feel free to check that out after this if you want. Just yeah. look up Alucard versus Dio DBX. It's really cool. Prove the viability of this episode with views. <laughs> <laughs> so saith I, writer man. All right, so right, I'll do it, but you don't get to write it. Uh, uh, no, no. That's, probably, that's probably that the would case that would now. break my heart. Okay, so Alucard Helsing uh, versus Dio Brando. Um, uh, we will have a poll on the Death Battle Twitter at Death Battle, all one word. Uh, on Thursday when this episode goes live on YouTube. So go ahead and vote for that. Let us know who you think should win and why using hashtag DeathBattleCast on Twitter. And we'll talk about that next week. If yeah. you liked uh, Liam's argument, go undislike that video. And <laughs> <laughs> click a like nah, button. Yeah, that would be kidding. swell. We know you're not, but that would be swell if you did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not going to... It's okay. We, we, we don't mind that. We're not going to hope man. for the impossible. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> um, uh, th Regardless of how you felt about the episode, if you uh, have been watching this show and, and watched through that whole very long but very in-depth uh, Q&A, thank you for giving us a chance. Uh, thank you for understanding and, and watching us. And we hope, like, you know, maybe there are a few of you who haven't watched this show before uh, until Ben 10 brought you here. Ruined yeah. your expectations with Ben 10 <laughs> um, and, and that brought you here. So uh, hopefully you can stick around and watch more episodes. We, we do this every week. Um, live on Tuesday. And usually on we're Tuesday silly. Yeah. Uh, usually we we go into some silly stuff and personal stories. This one, this episode was very much a uh, focused on this Q and A Nerd. because these this episode <laughs> is just so bizarre. And yeah. and again, maybe we maybe it should have been longer. Like I've been I've been aiming to to bring our episodes to make them a little shorter than than they have been. Like mm -hmm. and so this was one of the episodes where I was like, do we really need all this information? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. Like. People aren't going to be that mad. Wrong. Wrong. All right. Clearly, Thanks. we needed some Q more information. Dramatic yeah. music. So, yeah. Q. Like, Q. We're, we're human. We can make mistakes. Like, we, we, we can. But we didn't. <laughs> is yeah, what we're trying to say. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> All right. Well, if, if, if you guys can join us for Sudden Death uh, as first members, uh, please do. Um, but uh, we waiting. will see you next week. Toodaloo. Bye. Till then, Bye. be awesome. Nice to see you.